0: Are you interested in bringing communities together? Are you interested in bridging cultural and communication gaps? Are you interested in podcasting? We want to help build a better world through better understanding of one another, and we want to amplify your voice in the conversation. So bring your ideas and voice to the Venn Network. We will help you bring your voice to the world. Assalamualaikum and welcome to Islamic Faith in Focus. I am your host, Imam Hassan Amin. In today's episode, we will talk about what happens to those who disobey Allah. Allah says in one verse in Quran, which is chapter four and verse one hundred and thirty-one. He says, "To Allah belongs all that is in the heavens and in earth, and in the earth." We direct the people of the book um, before you and now I direct you also to fear Allah in your dealings with one another. But if you disobey, you will do so at your own risk, for Allah owns all that is in the heavens and in the earth, and Allah is sufficient, or self-sufficient, praiseworthy. Now what happens to those who bis- disobey dis- dis- the Rasul or the Prophet? Allah says in chapter seventy two verse twenty three, "My mission is only to deliver what I receive from Allah and his uh, message uh, um, known, and, his, and make his message known. as for those who disobey Allah and his Rasul mean his messenger, they shall be put in the fire of hell to live therein forever. So we see in both of these verses who is in charge, which is Allah." is in charge of the heaven and the earth and that the Prophet he delivers the message, all the messengers that God Allah sent to mankind, they, the messengers, they deliver the message of their Lord. But if we disobey Allah and disobey His prophets, then our place will be in the hellfire. So what do I mean by that? Let me go by examples. Now what happened to nations before us? Now during the time of Noah, it is said, and it was revealed to Noah, none of his people will believe now, other than those who have already unbelieved. So do not grieve at their evil deeds, build an ark under our supervision in according with our revelation, and beware not to plead with me, meaning our Lord, his Lord, on behalf of those who are wrongdoers. For they are all to be drowned in the flood. Then you have the people of aid. And, and it says, and it's mentioned, such were the people of aid. They denied the revelations of their Rab, meaning their Lord, disobeyed his Rasul, meaning their messengers, and followed the command of every stubborn uh, oppressor. They were followed by the curse in this world and the curse. Uh, they will, they shall be on the day of judgment. Beware, aid denied their rub. Beware, go on aid the people of Hood, Hood was one of the messengers of Allah. It is also mentioned, uh, too, about the people of Thamud. And it said, And O my people, this she-camel of Allah is a sign for you. Leave her to, to pastor on earth, on the lost earth, and do not bless her. At least a swift scourge shall um, fall upon you. But even after the warning, they hamstring her. So he said, You have but three days to enjoy your homes. That is a promise which will not be repudiated. When our judgment came to pass, We save Solly, meaning one of the prophets, and those who believe with him, though through a special grace uh, from us, from the disgrace of that day. Indeed, your rub is all strong, almighty. On the first day, the people's faces were yellow. And on the second day, their faces turned red. And on the third day, their faces were black, and they dressed in, in death clothing. A terrible blast overtook the wrongdoers and by the morning they were laying with their faces down in their homes as if they had never flourished there. Beware mood deny their rub meaning their Lord. Gone are the people of Thamud. Let's look at the people of Lut or some people say Lot. It says when our messengers meaning angels In the form of beautiful young men came to loot. He became upset about them for he felt helpless to offer them protection against his nation, many violent homosexual men. He said, this is a critical day. No sooner did the guests come to him than his people long addicted to evil practices came rushing towards him he said, O oh my people, here are my daughters. They are pure for you. Now fear Allah, and do not humiliate me by insulting my guests. Is there none, even one, good men, a man among you?" Meaning when he said his daughters, not just necessarily his daughters that he had part of his family, he was also talking about the women that are inside the village. And he was encouraging, encouraging the men, look don't go to the men for your sexual pleasure, here, here are the women, go to the women for your sexual pleasure. And so they said, well you know we have no right to your daughters, meaning that we're not interested in your daughters, you know fully well what we want. He said, I wish I had power to suppress you or could find some powerful um, support. The messenger said, O oh, Lude, we are the messengers of Allah or of your Lord or your Rabb. They would not be able to harm you. Now, take your family and get out of this town while yet a part of the night remains and let none of you turn back except your wife who shall be left behind. She shall face the same fate as they. Their scheduled time of doom is the morning. It's not the morning very close. When our judgment came to pass, we turned the cities upside down and rained down on them brimstone of baked clay, layer upon layer, especially marked by your rub. Such scourge is not far off for wrongdoers. And this particular, i like to emphasize a little bit more here, is that... When these angels came he was fearful i can't protect them he was making up all excuses luke was making up all kinds of excuses for them to go away don't stay here it's not a safe place for you and they kept walking with luke towards his home and that's when the people got word and some say it was his wife that gave the word out to the people in the community that we have new fresh meat new men here for your entertainment and for your enjoyment and that's when they rushed to his house, and he said, look, leave these men alone. Leave my guests alone. Here, take my daughter, meaning take the women of the town and enjoy them, as, which is more proper than a man uh, having sex with a man. And then that's when the angel said, we, we don't worry about it. We can take care of things. We protect ourselves. Just take your family away. Those who believe, take them away before morning come and don't look back. And of course, his wife. She looked back, or she ended up staying uh, with the other, with the rest of the people. And so it mentioned about turning the town upside down. And some say that what happens that the angels they are so big and so powerful, and that the tip of the angel wing, like sort of got dug underneath the whole town. This is after Luke left, lift the town up a few feet, turn this town upside down, and then smash the town onto, onto the ground. And then scooped the town up again, under the under the wing, at the tip of the wing, lifted it up, the whole town, flipped it upside down, and then smashed it again. And that happened several times uh, to that particular town. Also, it talked about the baked clay, and uh, layer upon layer. And it also mentioned that in the talk about each one is marked by the Lord. It's said by some scholars that it had each of these baked clay or these brimstone had the person name on it. So it went directly to that individual. Okay, this is for Joe. And it went right to Joe. This is for Tommy Smith, went went right towards Tommy Smith and that sort of thing. East Clave did not miss his mark. And so these are are just some of the things, as I mentioned um, before at the beginning, that what would happen to the people, happen to the people before us, when they disobeyed their Creator. They did not follow the way and say, Ati Allah, Rasul, obey Allah and obey His Messenger. And this is what happened to the people before us when they disobeyed Allah and disobeyed a messenger that was sent to um, to the people by Allah. And many messengers were sent to the people before the last messenger. And the last messenger is Muhammad. May peace be upon him. He's the last messenger sent to mankind after this, as I mentioned in the episode before. That's that's it. No more warnings. No more prophets. No more messengers. This is the last one. Next thing that's going to come will be the day of judgment. And so we need to adhere to the teachings of Quran and the teachings of the Prophet May Peace Be Upon Him, and obey Allah and obey the Messenger, because our fate awaits us, like the people of Noah, their fate was the flood, and then of course the people of uh, the people of Lut, their their fate was the brimstone and the and the lifting up and and are coming down on, on, the, on the people of Lut. And so this is our warning. We are in the last few days of the last day. We are getting closer and closer to the day of judgment. Last week this time, we were closer. We were far, farther away, a week farther away from the day of judgment. Now another week has passed and we are one week closer to the day of judgment. Do not follow those people who disobey Allah or disobey the prophet. Do not follow Allah and do not follow his messenger. Do not follow those people because their end is going to be disastrous. And you following them, your end will be the same end. The last person I want to mention, which is the prophet Musa or Moses, is that the Pharaoh, he enslaved people. He killed the children of Israel also he thought that he was God. And so Allah sent to him Musa or Moses uh, with his signs and clear authority uh, to Pharaoh and his chiefs. But they followed the command of Pharaoh and the command of Pharaoh was not right. He will be brought in front of his people on the day of resurrection and will be brought them down to hell. How awful will be the the place to which they will um be brought? A curse followed them in this life, and a curse will follow them on a day of judgment. What an evil reward for the one uh, to, for one to receive and we all pretty much know what happened to Pharaoh and his people when he chased the people uh the Israel, Israel people into the desert and they were going to kill them, They were, all they wanted to do was just get away. They followed Moses and they just wanted to get away. They didn't want to fight, they didn't want to do any harm, but he chased them down with his army. And Allah opened up the waters for them, split the sea, and the, he commanded Moses to strike the sea with his staff. It wasn't any power in Moses or no power in the staff, except that the power is with Allah, and Allah allowed this the water to split. And also, of course, the surface of underneath the water to be not muddy and be solid enough that they can walk across um, between the two rivers and the and the water and I saw the splitting of the river, and you have this wall, these two walls. Can you imagine these two wall of river, on each side of the people, just there, by the will of Allah and just did not move did not come back and drown the people of, Pharaoh, of of the people of Moses as they walked through between the two the divided river it's like similar to and if you can imagine where you have the fresh water and the salt water, they don't cross bound. People have shown a lot of times, you see online where people show the crossing of the the, the line between or barrier between salt water and fresh water. And they never mix. And that's by the will of Allah. Same thing when you're talking about the splitting of the river where Allah told him to strike the water and it split and they walked through the people who followed Moses. Then, Pharaoh people, they hesitated, hesitated, and then they pursued Moses uh, and going because they thought that the water was going to stay the same, going to be split and divided and stay back. And what happened, we all know the story, is that the uh, Allah had the water come down on Pharaoh and his and his and uh, the people who followed them and and drowned them all. So, Please, this is our final warning. Allah is in charge of everything. He gave us the warnings from the messengers and the prophets to obey Him. Let's obey, it's not too late. As long as you have breath in your body, it's not too late to obey Allah. Because for sure, the day of judgment will come, and we all will be judged by our Lord uh, according to the good deeds and the bad deeds that were done while we were on earth and our good deeds outweigh our bad deeds, we go to paradise. If our bad deeds outweigh our good deeds and then we go to the hellfire. We don't want to pile on our scale a bunch of a bunch of deeds that are bad and it's going to end up into the hellfire because we disobeyed Allah. He says go right, we go left. He says go up, we go down. He says dress a certain way, act a certain way. We do opposite of that. And so we have been warned, this is our opportunity while we have breath in our body to do the right thing and turn around. And it's not too late to do that turnaround and go and head in the right direction and get on what is called Sarota Musaqim, get on that, that straight path. So it's up to any, every individual listening to my voice to make the right decision. And make the right decision now. Don't put it off till tomorrow, because tomorrow, tomorrow may not come. You have been listening to Islamic Faith in Focus. I have been your host, Imam Hassan Amin. Thank you for listening. Assalamu alaikum. al-Rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. This has been a production of the Venn Network.